Hello everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to Speak Brave Podcast. This is me singing. Oh, that thing is pretty good. Was it good? You're doing a good job there. Speak Brave. Yeah, maybe I should record you, John, like the intro, where, like, the before before I even start talking. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yes, yes. Like, speak, speak Brave. Speak Brave. This is like, this is your intro. And people know that this is no joke. You better, you better listen brave. You better speak brave. And... To have a brave heart. Brave heart. It's a good movie. Mel Gibson. It's a good movie. You know, that one of the best movies I've ever seen. It is an incredible movie. You know, it's there's a scene there when he reached the breaking point when his fiance or the new bride has been killed. Mm-hmm. And then just something clicked in his brain, in his character. Was it Mr. Wallace? I don't know. Yes. What's, what's William his Wallace. Wayne Wallace. And he just said, you know what? This is it. I'll never go back again. He was a true brave heart. Yep. Would you agree? He lived for freedom and he died for freedom. It was a good movie. Very good movie. Good movie. But today we're going to talk about productivity. Productivity. The Something seven... that we all seek. To, seven... Pillars. Yeah. And I like that too because... Peas this, or pillars? The seven pillars productivity thing is going to be part of your uh, workshop presentation that you're going to be doing at the Toastmasters District 84 Florida Conference at the Florida Hotel in Orlando, Florida, the weekend of uh, May the 18th and 19th. Mm, that's precisely right. Mm-hmm. I hope you can make it. John? I will be there. I'm looking forward to the conference as a Toastmaster, but also a lot of big and exciting things are happening in Toastmasters as an organization worldwide. And it's going to be great to be a part of that district gathering and also to be a part of some just incredibly great workshops. And among them is People. your workshop. That's and right. I'll it's going to be my friends. I believe it's going to be an epic workshop. So let's get started into yes. the productivity content. I'd like to hear this. I think people will enjoy this too. Mark, take it away. The first P of productivity uh, in my upcoming book, The Seven Pillars of Productivity, which is coming up soon. It's going to be an ebook first and then a book available on Amazon. And I hope you can uh, be one of my uh, readers, John. Always. It would be an honor to be one of your readers. Okay. The first P is Places. Places, P-L-A-C-E-S, places. Correct. When you, the reason I want to start in this way is your productivity depends a lot on where you are physically and emotionally. Hmm. And they are, those two things have to be in alignment in the things that you want to achieve in your life. And what do I mean by that? When you wake up first, first thing in the morning, what are the thoughts? What are the actions? What are the intentions that you that you set out in your life? Very first few minutes when you wake up, do you reach for your cell phone? Do you gently poke your partner to make sure they're still there? Do you? Okay, nobody's. Uh, no. Okay, no, poke, poke, I, poke, poke with love, with love. Okay, I, no, I, I don't poke Donna because it's just not something I've ever done because we've been married almost forty five years. And she does like to sleep in a little bit longer than I. So, so let's focus on on the. What things do that, I do? Yes, let's focus on the things that. I'll tell you the one thing I do first. Sorry, and this may not be appropriate, but I go to the bathroom. <laughs> well, you have to. You have to. <laughs> it's a natural consequence. <laughs> oh, you have to. Yeah. But what I want you to think about is. What can we do? Or some of the things that people do. To make your morning better. Yeah. Because the way you set up your morning, the rest of your day will unfold. And I, I believe want, that. 
And I want you to think about productivity and commit to being a productivity maven, to be a productivity ninja. And not just a ninja, but someone who is truly committed to making a positive change in your life. Are you suggesting that we immediately get to work when we get up? That's not what I'm saying. Oh, okay. What I'm saying is there's a lot of work that needs to be done in your mind, in your mindset, in your rituals. Both planned and unexpected. That's right. In the way that you approach today. So what I mean by places and productivity is this. um, When you first wake up, is there a place in your home or in your house that you go to to greet day, the greet the new day with open arms. There is such a place in my home, uh, but I must confess I don't always go to it okay. first. Sometimes I completely miss going to it. Okay. So yeah, you've got my attention. Well, what has helped me in the past is that when I wake up, I always make my bed. That's one of the first things I do. That's within the next within the first ten minutes. So you, yeah, you got yourself prepared and everything in that sense, okay. And for everybody, there's a different way, but for you, and it's also, a routine and it's sort of a discipline. And I also read scripture. Yeah. I read scripture just one uh, few that, verses. That's something I'm trying to do more of is to find where I'm at in a, a devotion mm-hmm. passages of scripture and read those and apply those. But I read the same one every day. Oh, you do? So you actually have a life scripture that is the application for your life. Every day is the same. Kind of like your power word. It's, that's right. It's two different verses. And I read it. It's staggered. When I first wake, open up my eyes, I read the scripture from James. James chapter 1. And it's, talk about, and it's talking about commitment, determination, and also about wisdom. So I read that. Then I wake up. Then I make up my bed. And then the very next thing that I do is I go outside. I go outside, out of my house, whether the front yard or the backyard. I open my arms, I look up into the sky, and I silently say thank you. Thank you for letting me wake up today. And I look into the eyes. I see the staggered, the stretched out clouds. I see the, I see that the day is starting up. Mm-hmm. I can hear the birds. I can hear... The hum, the rhythm of life is just starting already. Mm-hmm. And what I and even though I may not say thank you, like you know, I say it out loud, I say it with my heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say it with my heart and I truly I, I'm actually walking around the house once or twice. Just to not to make sure that everything is okay, but rather let my body and let myself and my heart and my soul to be open to what day is gonna bring. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And it's really um, inspirational, very inspirational, because you're acknowledging the fact that this is a new day and therefore it's a gift. Mm-hmm. And as a gift, you're appreciative of that fact. So you want to start it out in that thankful mindset. That, that's precisely correct. A lot of times uh, when I study about productivity and about gratitude is how many do you write what you're grateful for? I do. I have a blessing list. The difference is, though, I have not arrived at the point, and this probably would be a discipline I would add, I need to write something, at least one thing, every day. What, and I think it's good that you have that intention. What I want to share further in my ritual that I have every morning, you know, wake up, make the bed, read, read the, the scripture, the verse, then go outside, 
I do pray. I do pray and I'm very grateful. But uh, the gratitude is I actually then walk inside my house. I have a screened-in porch, a little veranda, and there's my rocking chair. And that rocking chair, in the morning, it's the gratitude chair. Mm-hmm. And at night, it's the reflection chair. Oh, I love it. Right? So I sit down in that chair. And then I silently say, thank you for this day. Thank you for the people in my life. Thank you for this health. Thank you for mm-hmm. this house. Thank you for all the energy that I'm about to give and consume and create. And it's very brief. but And then I just sit quietly. Mm-hmm. But it's just very sit, intentional. Sit very quietly in my chair. And I just let my whole body, my cells, my hair, my legs, my arms, my breathing. I just let it find the tune of the day and find the tune of the air around me. And that process sometimes sometimes only takes two minutes, maybe five minutes. But I have found that every time I skip that ritual... I have to play a catch-up for the rest of the day. Now, that's an interesting dynamic because there are a lot of people that would ask this question, Mark. They would say, if I want to get things done, I need to go ahead and attack that day right away. What you're saying here is that before you ever start attacking the schedule that you've got, plus the ability to be able to deal with the unexpecteds that are a part of every day, you're saying a lot that time. And to me, it's almost, have you ever heard the term tithing? Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's a, there's a, there is a mindset. I know that Dave Ramsey, who is a financial counselor for people who are in financial struggles, touts the practice of 80-10-10, where he says you need to, first of all, if you're a person of faith, you tithe. You give that 10% uh, that is for the church, and you give it because it's your expression of thankfulness. And then... You pay yourself. You put 10% into savings. This is your start of your nest egg. And then you learn to manage your life mm-hmm. on the 80%. In a sense, I think this story of what you're doing is kind of like time tithing. You have the same number of hours a day as everybody else, 24. Yet, for at least, am I right, one hour? Well, less than that. Okay. Uh, are you talking about the morning ritual? Yeah. In other words, in terms oh, of yeah, the time well, it takes, would it be about an hour all total? I would say probably um, at least 30 minutes. Okay. 30 minutes, 20 minutes. But that's a time that's dedicated to preparing you, heart, soul, mind, and body. Absolutely. And I think the reason that it's so important to me now, John, and I talk about this openly, is that when I, if I take you back, if I take you back into my life, when I first graduated college, mm-hmm. I was about 20 years old. I just finished college, double major, worked all throughout, you know, worked at night, in the morning, uh, self-financed my college education. Um, and then as soon as I finished my full-time job, graduated full-time job, and in August, so May, June, July, I worked full-time, and then I quickly moved over the weekend and started my new job at a large bank in Delaware on Monday. Mm-hmm. And that period in my life was nonstop work, where I was able to secure an apartment right near the campus of the place I used to work. 
So my commute was walking. Three minutes walking. I left, leave my car. There was a little pass in behind the, the forest where I lived. And I chose it specifically. So it would take me 10 minutes to drive out of the apartment complex, get on the road, get into the garage, and park in the, in, in the car. So it take me 15 to 20 minutes to drive and only three minutes to walk. That's amazing. So my attitude was, I am here to prove myself. I am a newly graduate, I'm a new graduate from college, and I want to prove myself to be the very best employee that this department, that this bank has entrusted me because they hired me. So what happened was, I worked six or sometimes seven days a week. As soon as I wake up, there was a ritual. And I wake up, I eat breakfast quickly, and I run to work. And I have different rewards and uh, monetary compensation and other things as evidence of that time. Mm -hmm. But that that type of uh, insane, insane productivity and insane workload has set me up for many years. And I didn't realize the value of slowing down. Mm-hmm. I'll talk about that. And enjoying the moment that we have now. Mm-hmm. It was work, 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 work. And then you get into the yeah. environment. And I, my very first job was in a call center where you take so many calls. And I thought, you know, to myself, I'm going to have the highest close ratio, the lowest after-call work in the entire company. And I have achieved that. But the cost was is that maybe my health have suffered. Mm-hmm. My true. mental health may, may have definitely, been shattered as well. Definitely, because there's a stressor there. And what are, and it may not have been obvious in the next year or the next five years, but the echoes of that insane schedule have reverberated a decade or two later. Yeah. So my mission... It's that, a type of seed planting that bears a harvest down the road, and it's incremental sometimes. That's the maddening part of it. So the... The main message that I talk about, I do corporate trainings on productivity uh-huh. in teams, and I do self-development seminars, right. and I do trainings and coaching. So one of the very first things I talk about is the places, the places that you inhabit, the places within your heart, the places where you live and dwell, the places where you go to work, the places where you recharge at home, at other places, who are the people who will, that will encourage you to find your place? You have to find a peace of being with yourself at a certain points during the day, during the week, where you can recharge. Does that do, make sense? Yeah. Do you remember the forerunner of Facebook was MySpace? Yes. Maybe this right here is the quintessential or the best expression of MySpace. Your me place. The place where you connect with you. Mm-hmm where you get you where you need to be in terms of mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. And you set yourself up to begin strong, but not frantic. Absolutely. Would that be possibly an accurate perception of that? Absolutely. And I can see why that would be good, because the idea of reflecting... Reflecting. And particularly having gratitude. Recharging and recentering yourself. Yeah. I said reflection because I know you mentioned the rocking chair you have in the evening becomes your place to reflect back on the day. But if you reflect back on the day when you get up in the morning, you remember 
Yeah, I have reason to have gratitude because yesterday was yesterday. It wasn't always easy, but it was my day. And now I have a new day and I have a new set of opportunities. So I'm glad it's, that I've been given another day. That's what it is. And John, we are coming to the end of this session. This was just one P, places. Mm-hmm. And I can talk more about it. There's I, six more wow. that we can talk about it. And we will in this session. Mm-hmm. So thank you for participating with me in this discussion. Thank you, everyone, for listening, following me, and becoming part of my tribe and for your contributions. I am here to serve you. We are here to serve you. That's the feeling, right, John, that we're here to serve, discover. It's all about giving. So thank you for being my partner in this. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And I cannot wait to see you next time where we talk about the second P, the second pillar in the seven pillars of productivity. You have to tune in to find out what it is. I'll see you next time. And don't forget to speak brave.